Hello and welcome to uh, the latest episode of Leading at a Local Level uh, with my good friend John. How are you doing, John? Good, thanks, Tim. Good to see you. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thanks. I see we have a special guest today, don't we, in our in our podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, for those of you yeah. listening, you won't be able to see that John's cat is currently reclining uh, uh, in the background. So we're, we're, what's the name of the cat? I can't remember. Uh, this is Tig, and um, she's been very busy because there's one less blackbird in our garden this morning than there was yesterday. Well, Happy well, cat. Happy cat, happy cat, happy cat, sad children. That's, Absolutely. That's Absolutely. The other, the, the other morning, a, um, our cat, there was a rather, there was a bit of a panic in our house because the cat had deposited a dead bird, our cat had deposited a dead bird outside our bedroom door. Um, so that was, that was, I was woken at like about seven o'clock and re- like my first act of the day was to remove a dead bird from our house. So the joys, <laughs> the joys of cat ownership, indeed. Oh dear. Oh dear. Birds. The natural cycle of life, indeed, That's indeed. Right. Good, good. So, John, we're going to do a something a bit different, aren't we, over the next few uh, sessions? Um, we really wanted, and one of the one of the, we've been asking you guys what you have, uh, what you want us to talk about. And one of the things, the themes that have come out consistently is mental health. The whole issue of mental health, how we respond to it, how as leaders we understand it. You know, it's the, it's a term that's been chucked around all over the place. Um, and so we're going to do our best over a series of uh, sessions to cover this. And we're going to try and do this. Uh, uh, we're going to cover lots of different topics related to mental health. And we're going to try and release one, uh, if we can, really regularly so that they'll all be there in a, in a kind of stack because we know you guys love to listen uh, to our podcast and you can't get enough of it. So uh, we're going to try and do, um, do them. They'll be a bit shorter and they'll focus on specific questions. Uh, and the great thing is, is that, um, you know, we have with us a doctor. So John is obviously a medical doctor. So just to clarify, John is obviously has worked with lots of different uh, people of this kind of stuff. And I'm a church pastor, so I deal with kind of the the pastoral end of it. How do you deal and respond to that? So um, do you, I, I don't know. I don't feel that qualified, John. Do you feel qualified? No, well, no, I don't. And I think, uh, to, to be honest, I mean, I ask a psychiatrist and sometimes the psychiatrist will say, look, you know, I've been a psychiatrist for 20 years. But I'm still, I still don't see the full range. And I think it's just that yeah, humility to know that every person is different. Um, we may have some experience, but actually a lot of this stuff needs to be applied individually. Yeah. So I'm not a psychiatrist. I mean, it's really important to say that. What we will be doing is pointing to lots of resources that are written uh, and produced by psychiatrists. I mean, I do work with young people with mental health issues as part of my I'm a pediatrician. Um, and that's part of my, my kind of interest area. Um, I've got a degree in psychology, so I use that kind of thing. But but it is still limited. And I think, you know, people just be aware of that as we have this discussion. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think it's so much we can learn about this topic. You've got a degree in psychology. When did that happen? Uh, so I did that while I was at medical school. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, you know, there's you doctors, you studied for about 20 years. So, you know, uh, just, yeah. It's good to tell we've got a degree in psychology with us. That's good. I've got no no degree in psychology, but I did get that. <laughs> yes. Anyway, never mind. So, yeah, good. So, I'll ask the questions. You can provide the answers. That's fine. Right. I'll so, analyse so, you. So, absolutely. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be Tim's personal counselling session. Um, so, uh, on his. So, so, John, I think it's fair to say um, that we've obviously had 18 months of a pandemic. Right. But I would say that we have a in in certainly in the UK, I guess, in the Western world, we have another really kind of, I suppose, epidemic. Um, What's the difference between epidemic and pandemic, John? 
Oh, pandemic is just it's just broader. And it's when it just goes and it's it, there's a certain number of countries. I can't remember this, but it's it's, it's bigger than an epidemic. Right. Okay. But we have well, then we have. I think we have a a pandemic, uh, pandemic of mental health. Yeah. Um, I think that you know we're seeing more and more, aren't we, cases of people that are really. Uh, struggling and, and so and often we might not see it I think and this is I think I guess we're seeing it more now but you you were telling me that there's some interesting statistics so in a church so I've got you know our church is about I don't know about 100 people is there are there likely to be mental health problems in in a church like mine yeah and definitely and I think some of them we see and some of them we we don't see so um if you've got a church of let's say 50 I think a lot of people have a smaller church than 100 you know over a two-year period stats show you're going to have around one person having a psychotic episode uh, at that point yeah. um, over the same period of time a member of your youth group maybe a very small youth group but one of those young people will probably be self-harming um out of those 50 people about one in 10 are going to suffer from depression. In fact, lifetime, about a quarter of us will suffer from a mental health condition at some point. So, yeah, this is very real. And I think anyone listening to this, in fact, the fact you're listening or watching this will show that you probably are experiencing this in your settings. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, one thing, so we in our church, I spend a lot of time dealing with a lot of different people um, who have genuinely very varied but very significant mental health challenges um so i i would say that i i see this so and i think lots of us that are in churches particularly churches that are reaching out into the community a lot of the people yeah. that are joining our churches are coming with real you know quite severe mental health challenges yeah. uh, very broken backgrounds broken families um uh, broken lives really um and so i so i suppose the question is then john when we talk about mental health what is mental health? When, when we're going to be talking about it over this, this series of sessions, what do we mean by mental yeah. health? And it's really important, isn't it, to define terms because I think it's a word that's banded around. And when we band words around, actually quite quickly, they can lose some of their meaning and some of their power. Um, we can, some of us may be listening, thinking I'm quite, um, I don't know, just quite cynical about the whole thing because you, you might think, well, people kind of use, using the term mental health in such yeah. a way, but I understand it differently. It might be somebody who suffered from clinical depression for 20 years um, is kind of put into the same basket as somebody who's having a bit of a dip and both have got yeah. mental health struggles, but they're both incredibly different. So again, it's a really varied term. We just always have to be careful when we use it. But if effectively, um, it, it, it talks about um, being mentally healthy as a state when you are you are sort of of well-being. So I think that's often a term we use. It's a, it's a well-being. It's a, it's a good state to be in. It's when you can cope with the normal stresses of everyday life. It's when you can um, actually work productively and contribute, you know, to um, your community, to your family. And of course, the flip side is is that mental ill health is when you're not able to cope. It's when you're not able to work effectively to to make a contribution. Um, you're not sensing that that sense of well-being and so of course there's a huge scale of yep. being mentally healthy and and you could argue actually that sometimes all of us at some point will say my mental health is not 100 yes, uh, um, yeah. so actually all of these these things are relevant to all of us and it should be helpful to everybody whether we kind of cross that line of saying i've got a mental health condition or where we say actually there are times when i struggle with my mental health just as i would do with my physical health so does that does that make sense it does. That's actually really helpful. Yes, it's. I suppose it's this this sense of being able to function in a state of wellness, isn't it? That's that's and so a lack of that 
is a is a lack of or poor is poor mental health, isn't it? Um, yeah. I think it's important to just just to say from the outset. I, I don't know if you feel this, but I think we we need to be careful that we don't think that mental health is something that's being created um, by kind of I don't know people in the last 20 yeah. years for example because i know it wasn't a term that for example i would have thought i would have heard when i was growing up in schools whereas now they talk about it in primary schools for example about mental health but i think it's fair to say isn't it that mental health has always been there i just think what's yeah. happening is that people are, are, are getting are recognizing more the impact of it and etc yeah absolutely and i think um you know but it, the the scene has changed hugely, of course, back in, in the in the old days of the institutions. Um, mental health is well recognised throughout. You just read literature over the centuries, um, and we'll come to some theology of mental health another time. But you know, mental health is well recognised. Um, there is a particular focus on it, I think, at the moment, and and I think we've got to say there's a lot of good in that, and we'll also talk, I know, at some point about some of the pitfalls as to the, the negatives that can come from that. But it's very real, and uh, we do need to respond to it. Yeah, like it's just, absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah, and part part of this series, I think, in terms of equipping, we want to equip you as leaders. That's what we're all about. Um, we're about equipping leaders to strengthen the church. Yeah. Um, but but part of that is understanding, you know, when when we do need to challenge things that are not just mental health, and that's you know that's the flip side. Look at the flip side. We we're not just going to look at you know what is mental health, but when it isn't mental health, and when actually it's just about behaviour yeah. change that's yeah. needed. And- and it's really important to say that, I mean, you know, look, men, mental, as I say, mental health is real and it's just as real as physical health. Uh, and we, we kind of accept the physical health thing because we can see it. You know, we can say, so at the moment yeah. I've got a dodgy foot, you know, and I could show yeah. you my foot. It's not particularly pleasant to look at, even at the best of times. And you can see, look, yeah, John's foot is sore. Yeah, it's swollen. It's a bit black and blue, right? Well, have you but, done your foot, John? Have you uh, hurt your foot? Yeah, I've hurt my foot. I'm not going to show you on this. I'm not going to show you. No, I'll, I'll send you i'll send a photo later just don't put it on the podcast um <laughs> but but just as just as our bodies can become unwell look you know our minds can become unwell as well um and that's that's really important and i think sometimes the con- confusion is is it diagnosable or is it not you know are you actually depressed or you know are you just sort of low in mood and as i say you know we most of us are never 100 percent. so we all have periods of mental ill health and the, the whole diagnostic thing, and it's the same with physical health and mental health, there is a diagnostic point that you might cross that line. And that's helpful just to kind of characterize something, to help people understand it, to help treat it. But actually, you know, whether we diagnose it or not, there are there are periods of, you know, of mental ill health. Um, and so it's just good to keep that in mind, as well as mental health can be an impact of our physical stuff. So actually having a physical disorder like my, my foot could, i could get quite low and you know some people get quite quite depressed because of physical problems but equally sometimes people who have a mental health problem will then show up in physical symptoms like if you're really depressed you may not sleep very much or you may not eat for example so it can go both ways so we're, we're whole beings we're whole you know we're we're whole people aren't we and, and so I think that's, that, that kind of leads me on to my next question, John. So what are the factors, I guess, the, the things that uh, create mental yeah. ill health? So what would be yeah. the things that are likely to go wrong? Because I think it is, as you say, it is not just necessarily one factor. And as leaders, that makes it complicated because yeah. we want simple solutions, but it isn't always simple, is it? So I think you, you've listed in, in our notes, you've listed five areas. Do you want to just take us through? Yeah. And, those yeah it's really important and causes are really important so if you're in medicine you know if you get the diagnosis wrong if you don't understand what the cause is 
you'll get the treatment wrong. And I yeah. think for, for I, I count myself in this, you know, there's, there's certain things that I will go down certain tracks. I've got a certain view as to what might cause most mental health conditions. And we've just got to be careful of that because it just, we can get just quite narrow. Um, and yeah. then we struggle when anything goes outside of that kind of bracket. So it's really good to, to know, to know. So I think, you know, physical is one, I sort of referred to that already, you know, that actually yeah. physical ill health, um will actually impact your mental health but actually also just being wired into us so it, as a what we call like a genetically transmitted illness so we know from studies that you know certain types of depression um are actually transmitted in families where you look at sort of twin yeah. studies and so on so it's almost like some of us can be wired genetically to be more susceptible to mental health or we know that with schizophrenia a number of other conditions so just bearing that in mind that this can be wired in from from birth physically number one uh, secondly psychological this is probably the most common one that we kind of think of stress and burnout you know unhelpful thinking patterns um you know destructive coping mechanisms like drinking heavily um so there are a number of psychological factors that can then lead us down to, to, you know, to mental ill health. So secondly, I think thirdly, and again, something we recognize social. So we talk about physical, psychological, and then social. So you mentioned already loneliness and isolation or uh, trauma. So I do a lot of kids who've had childhood trauma who are in the foster care yeah. system, the adoption, yeah. that can lead to ingrained mental health difficulties broken relationships you know relationship splits um yeah. you know life events bereavements being you know bereavements happening particularly at a young age but all of these things will impact us and impact our mental health the way that we think the way that we cope our well-being at fourthly spiritual you might say well you would say that john because you're a christian but actually you know you talk to psychiatrists they will recognize that spiritual factors or what they might call existential factors, the things that you can't quite explain with the body and the mind are really, you know, are, are really a cause of this. And we will we'll look into that a little bit later, but definitely some spiritual causes. Um, and then th there's another one I would just to, to introduce really, which isn't on most lists, but it's a lack of what we call mental hygiene. And I've taken that, that phrase from John Wyatt, who um, works with us at CMF, uh, mental hygiene and mental hygiene is the idea that actually we're used to it physical hygiene so we wash our hands don't we? we take some exercise we open the window you know if i'm staring at the screen all day i might look out the window and just sort of stretch my eyes we're, we're aware of the things that prevent us brushing our teeth you know you, you name it they prevent us from getting physical kind of ill health but yeah. actually when we if we neglect our mental hygiene the things that we can do just day to day to help us you know just function and in this state of well-being we're going to push ourselves more towards having mental ill health um yeah. so i mean i don't know if Tim, you've got examples of things that you you do or have learned to do that that would fit into that category of mental hygiene yeah well absolutely i think we all know don't we that actually i mean often when i'm low so when i'm feeling low and i think it's fair to say 
that my natural personality so let's talk about me because i like to talk about me um <laughs> i would say that that, that genetically or, or i'm disposed to going and going up and down i'm a roller coaster you ask my right. wife right so i'm a i'm a naturally i'm a i'm a bit of a she she jokes and sometimes says that you know i display symptoms of being slightly bipolar at times you know it can be very excited and then also quite low at times and there's nothing you know so you know, so, so I recognise that that's who I am as a person. Um, I recognise that does happen. I, I then reckon that, that those those kind of dips are exacerbated by stress. So your mm. the psychological stuff, um, it's exacerbated by you know um, yeah choices I've made and and you know if I've made mistakes or if I've done things wrong or etc. And then obviously then particularly you know the pandemic has made it worse for me. I've struggled definitely through the pandemic at points. Some points I've been good and some points I've been really low. And that's to do with isolation. Um, and I certainly know that if there's sin in my life, if I'm not praying and reading, if I'm not close to the Lord, that that will have a significant impact on on my mental well-being. But you come to the last one about mental hygiene. I'm very aware that sometimes the best thing I can do is go for a long walk in the woods. I, I often need to go out into not just to walk around a, an area, but going out into nature for me is very helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think, and, and I think this is the key. And I think you talk about diagnosis, right? Like that's such an important thing. I I think I spend a lot of my time as a church pastor trying to diagnose. The causes of of people's uh, problems, right? Mental mental problems, um, and I think it's not simple. I think that's the challenge for us. It isn't just one thing. You can't just go, oh yeah, you know, they were someone suffered abuse as a child. That's the cause, because mm. that may be the cause, but actually that's led to then bad patterns of thinking it's led to social isolation it's led to kind of poor mental hygiene so they don't exercise or they overeat or they eat bad food um you know they spend a lot of time watching films that are unhelpful and and i, I don't know if you find that john but it, i'm increasingly aware that diagnosing the problem is really difficult and actually we need to have multiple points of reference yeah. which is which is what you're trying to come across isn't it yeah absolutely and it's so important within the church because if you send someone for counseling on the nhs they might get their six sessions and by the way counseling can be incredibly helpful so yeah. I, I went for counseling it, it, it was a massive for me it was a massive blow to my pride which was a stupid way of thinking but anyway i did go to counseling it was incredibly helpful but there's a limit as to what can be covered in six one-hour sessions yeah really good but but a limit and i, I think they did a good job of, of, of diagnosing me but actually you know people who know me who've known me for longer who know me day in day out who have been in my home um you know th those people are well placed actually we are you know well placed in in leadership positions when we've listened carefully and we've we've walked alongside people we are quite well placed to you know, not professionally in a sense diagnose the mental health you know, condition but we're there to we, we can actually with insight and with god's help you know help understand what might be causing this now we may not know what's the main cause I and mean, as you say we may not know whether it's a knock-on cause or like the primary cause oftentimes it's pretty impossible to tell in fact you ask somebody they won't know for themselves um, and they may never know what was the primary cause but just as one thing can lead to knock-on effects for your mental health so can actually improvements in one area let's say loneliness if that's you know if you address that and you kind of really bring someone into community that can then have knock-on effects on their psychological causes and and the spiritual causes as well so i mean there's there's great hope here and there's huge amounts that we can do huge improvements that we can see when we've understood when we have 
see that people are whole people and that different approaches can be really effective in helping people walk in, in mental health. Absolutely. Absolutely. So hopefully we've in this session, we've sort of defined a little bit what mental health is, uh, the causes, the factors of mental health. We will obviously explore these a bit more as we, as we go through. Um, our next session, John, we're going to look at the theology of mental health. So what does the Bible mm. say about mental health? How do we discern what's spiritual? So demonic interference and what is just uh, medical um, in, in those kind of ways. And so um, if you've got any questions, then please just do get in touch. And, you know, uh, you know, we'd love to try and help you. We will, as I said, we want to equip leaders uh, to be able to really lead well and build healthy teams and strengthen the church to, you know, go out and, and reach people with the gospel. So um, thanks, John. Um, we'll we'll end it here. Um, we're going to um, do another session. So watch out. It'll probably be uh, tomorrow. Uh, you'll get another uh, drop in your inbox um, for this kind of next session on mental health. But yeah, Brilliant. thanks, John. Thanks, Tim. See you soon.